This episode is brought to you by Seed. Did you know that supporting your health can be as easy as taking two capsules a day? Each daily dose of Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic is formulated with 24 scientifically studied probiotic strains that support gut, skin, and heart health, helping you start the new year off right. Visit seed.com slash Spotify and use code SPOTIFY25 to get 25% off your first month. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello friends, happy Wednesday. I hope your week is treating you well. We are continuing on with our New Year's extravaganza today, talking about habit building. Today we're going to talk through a step-by-step guide to building and maintaining new habits. Now, this is really about creating a routine or a ritual for yourself that is reinforcing the behavior that you set out in those visions, those plans that we talked about yesterday, I believe. So I want to talk through what that can look like because I get so many questions about how do I build a routine? How do I maintain a routine? And this is kind of my one-stop ultimate guide. Now, before we do that, I want to say some things not to do when you want to build a habit. First, don't expect it to feel good or be easy. Having a habit, having a routine feels amazing. Building a routine, not as much, right? The building part is hard. And you are likely to wake up every day and kind of feel like you don't want to do it. Or maybe you feel like, oh, this is going to take so much effort or it takes so much focus. And that's because it's not a habit yet, right? Once it becomes a habit, it's a lot easier to continue. It's the building part that's hard. So just know that, recognize that, honor that, and then be gentle with yourself in that process. The second thing is to not be all or nothing about it. Don't enter into building a habit with the mentality of I either do it or I don't do it. If I do it, I'm good. If I don't do it, I'm bad. And if I fall off, I might as well just give up. Instead, think of it as every day you do it is adding to the accumulation of days that it takes to build that habit. Meaning, let's say, you know, they there are a lot of different studies that say a lot of different time frames on how long it takes to build a habit. The most common says 28 days. But let's say we're, we're shooting for 28 days to build a habit. I don't think we need to think of it as this needs to be a perfect 28 days in a row. More so, okay, I'm accumulating 28 days of having done this. And that can take a lot of pressure off. If I don't do it today, then I can't even do it tomorrow. I might as well not worry about it tomorrow. Instead, go, okay, I'm, I didn't add a day today and get back to it the next day. Number three, don't try to set a ton of habits at once. I see this constantly, almost people building obstacles for themselves in the process of trying to build a habit. Make sure you have a priority. It doesn't mean that you can't grow in multiple areas. It just means you know which area is the priority for you right now. And you're focusing on that. And then everything else is a little bit more fluid, a little bit less serious. And then if you're trying to build multiple habits at once, make sure you're not making yourself obstacles. Meaning you want to build the habit of going for a morning walk. So you say, I'm going to go for a morning walk at 5 a.m. But maybe you normally wake up around 7 a.m. And 
adding that, like adding the habit then of waking up at 5 a.m. in order to go on your morning walk, that is adding an obstacle. Whereas if you can go, where's the easiest place for me to fit in this walk? That's going to offer you support. Or maybe the habit you're building is waking up at 5 a.m. and the walk doesn't have to be the priority right now, right? That can become the priority after you build a habit of waking up earlier. So essentially don't don't over structure yourself to where everything feels equal, everything feels highly prioritized. You're trying to do everything and completely revamp your entire life and you can't quite live up to that expectation so therefore you're a failure, right? That is what we're trying to avoid. Instead we're going, what is my priority right now? Maybe that priority is getting a walk in today and therefore it can go at any point of the day or maybe the priority is getting up earlier and we start there. Number four, don't build habits based on what other people do and what you think is good based off of that. Make sure that any habits you seek to build or any goals you set for yourself or visions or plans that you set for yourself are based on what you actually want and need. It's very tempting to see someone's like beautiful morning routine and go, that's what I should be doing. If I were doing that, then I would feel the way I want to feel. Instead, go, what are the feelings that I'm trying to have and what habits, rituals, and routines are going to support those feelings for me? Meaning maybe waking up at 5 a.m. feels good to one person and waking up at 5 a.m. feels hellish to another. You are yourself. Figure out what you need. And if you want support in the morning routine aspect of that, like if you're a night person and you feel this pressure to have a really strong morning routine. I have an episode that went live in the replays that we did all about becoming a morning person. So go check that out. I think that will be really supportive for you. In the meantime, let's get into a step-by-step guide to building a new habit. Number one, start small. So begin with a small manageable task because if we start with something big, It can be really overwhelming, which makes it harder to stick to the habit. We release dopamine when we check something off of a list. When we accomplish something, it releases motivation chemicals that make it easier for us to keep going, to do it again, and to keep getting growing in that area. So it's actually more motivating to have smaller tasks on your plate that you are expecting yourself of, right? Things you can actually achieve. So I like to ask the question, what would make this easy for me? What would make this an easy yes? And stick to that. Number two, set clear plans and visions. Define your plan clearly. There's the whole thing about SMART goals. Make it specific, measurable, actionable or achievable, relevant and time-bound. And this can give you a clear target to work toward because oftentimes what we're doing is we're setting really vague concepts. We're saying, okay, I'm going to go for, I'm going to keep using the walk example. So we say, okay, I'm going to go for a walk every day, but we don't say when we're going to do that walk. We don't say how long that walk is going to be. We don't decide if that walk is going to be at a time of day that works for us. We don't make it you know, we don't figure out if that walk is even something that we want or need, right? The relevant piece here being, is that something I think someone else would want to do? Or is it actually relevant to the growth that I'm trying to do? 
And how long is this walk going to be? Where's it going to be? You're right. We need these answers. We need it to be specific and clear because if not, it'll be really easy for us to avoid it, to kind of put it off, not not know where in the day we're going to do it, not know how long we're going to do it for. And then we might not actually build this habit because we don't know when to start taking that action. It can be really easy to deprioritize something that isn't specifically measurable. Number three, understand your motivation. Why do you want to develop this habit? What is it about this that is important to you? Know the reasons behind what you want to do so that you can remind yourself when you feel like you don't want to do it, it can help you to stay motivated when that motivation doesn't seem to exist, right? You can go, Ooh, okay, I decided to do this because a daily walk is good for my mental health. It makes me feel confident, like I'm doing something that I said I was going to do. It feels good on my physical health. I feel rejuvenated. I really want to build up the endurance or I read the article that said walking for 30 minutes a day makes you live longer and that's really important to me, right? So remind yourself of why you're doing it so that you can pump yourself up to get back in. All right, the next one is establish a trigger habit. Associate your new habit with an existing habit or a specific trigger. Maybe you brush your teeth every morning. Can you attach the walking habit onto the backside of brushing your teeth? Or maybe you know you're always going to have coffee, so you have coffee when you go for your walk. This really helps to create a routine because it makes it easier to remember to perform the behavior because you have something that serves as that reminder that is already built in, that's already established. And so you're just ticking that on to the other one and serving it as a quick reminder. That's why my morning routine is relatively chronologically the same every day. I don't go, okay, I'm going to journal, read, you know, move my body, make breakfast, clean up around the house and, you know, all the things that I like to do. I don't say like, I'm going to do those in some order. I do them in the same order every day. Each task is triggering the next task, which is triggering the next task, which then turns into the pattern, the routine. So then I'm just kind of more easily flowing through it. I'm not having to make a decision every single time what's coming next. All right, next, give it a home in your life. Incorporate the new habit into your routine, right? This is going to help so much with consistency. If you try to do it at the same time or in the same context every single day, it's it's saying this is where you belong. This is where you fit. And I know that at this time every day, I'm going to be able to do this thing. Now, I understand that not everybody has a consistent schedule where you can do things the same time every day. And that's where that trigger habit can be really supportive, right? What's coming before it. But additionally, if you can find where does this belong, what is this associated with, what is this connected to? So if you have a consistent schedule, I highly encourage you to find the time of your day and of your week where this can fit in. If you do not have a consistent schedule, find the associated tasks or associated behaviors. So maybe okay, at some point in this day, I'm going to sit down at my desk and I'm going to do these three things. Can I put those three things together 
in my day. Also, I will say if you have an inconsistent schedule, it is imperative, in my opinion, that you assign these tasks to to a time and place ahead of time. So at the beginning or the end of the week, look at the week coming forward and say, when and where am I going to put my habit? Give it a home. Even if that home cannot be the same every single day, make sure you know what it is before you start the next day. Then consider a 30-day or a 90-day challenge, right? Commit to doing the habit for a certain amount of time. We talked about this on Tuesday, I believe. We talked about monthly resolutions. No, that was Monday. We talked about monthly resolutions and kind of using that as a way to build a habit. Research does suggest that it takes somewhere between 28 to 60 days to build a habit. And so if you can commit to a certain chunk of time of doing this thing consistently, it can help you to be a little bit more fluid after that habit has been built. You may not have to hold it so tightly. You can be a little more relaxed around it. But if you give yourself that initial focused attention of commitment, it can help you to get through that more difficult habit building process and it can gamify something that can otherwise feel kind of overwhelming. And then with that, you might want to track your progress. So keep a record of your efforts, right? This could be something that you keep on a calendar. You can hang a piece of paper up on the wall and just put X's on it every time you do your habit. You, If you bullet journal like me, you can use it as a, you know, use a habit tracker in your bullet journal. There are habit tracking apps now. There are a lot of options. But just have a place where you can see your progress because that can be so motivating for staying on target. And here's my favorite point in our our step-by-step guide, and that is reward yourself. Make sure that you're celebrating these victories. Give yourself a reward when you successfully complete the habit. And this positive reinforcement is so important to strengthening your habit-forming skills, right? I personally like to make sure the rewards are correlated. I like to think of it as I'm doing the I'm doing what I can with what I have. And then if I do the habit, I can then experience the reward that makes it easier to do the habit. For for example, I let's say we're using going for the walk, for an example. Okay. I'm going to go for a walk every day for 30 days in the shoes I have. I'm going to make do with what I have. But if I do the 30 days, if I turn this into a habit, then I'll buy myself the walking shoes I really want. And then that way it feels like we're earning something with these efforts. And it's something that's going to support the habit being a long-term thing for you. So um, something to think about. (laughs) All right, next is... Learn from your setbacks. See your setbacks as data, not as failures. If you miss a day or two, don't be hard on yourself. Understand instead why it happened and then adjust your approach appropriately. It is extremely normal to miss days when you're forming a new habit. That's okay. Everyone is doing that. Collect the data and then notice if there are obstacles that need to be eliminated or problems that could be solved to make it easier for you to stick to. Meaning, okay, I set the goal to go for a morning walk. I'm putting the pressure on myself to wake up at 5 a.m. I'm missing day after day. What is causing me to miss this? Is it because I'm asking myself to wake up at 5? Should I move the time of day that I'm going for my walks, right? 
consider what could be in your way, making it harder for you to do the things you want to do and give yourself some solutions instead of seeing it as a pass-fail option. It's not. It's a problem to be solved. It's a puzzle to be worked. Work the puzzle and keep on going. And then finally, be patient. Habits take time to develop. It's not something that happens overnight. If you're patient and you're persistent, you will develop the habit. And it's okay if you have to slow that progress down, you know, take a few days off to tend to something that you might need to do and then just come right back. You just keep going and that is how you get there. It is a gradual process, but consistency and perseverance are the keys, right? Just keep showing up. Be patient with yourself and adapt your approach as you collect the data. It does not matter if you have a perfect record. What's important is that you are doing 10% more than you had before, and then maybe you'll do 10% more than that down the road, which is 20% more down the road, and so on until you feel more and more and more supported. I hope that this episode treated you well. Stay tuned for another on habit building or planning. I'm sharing my entire planning process with you tomorrow. And uh, I hope the New Year's extravaganza is going well for you. And I will see you tomorrow for the next one. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.